Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 13. I'm your host, Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Villa Springer, your co host. In this episode of Forest FM, we're going to go through great hair removal marketing campaign ideas you can try out. Our head of grow will show you some tips for a successful loyalty program. Our SMS advisor will be in to talk about the latest Valentine's Day SMS and email campaigns he's been working on. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. So Zoe, this is uh, this was a blog done up because you've had a couple of queries come in from salon owners and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. So we know we've got like we've got um, hairdressers and then you've got the beauty salons. But there's that third salon that sometimes just gets a little bit left out in their marketing because it's a little more kind of... It's very targeted. It's very targeted. <laughs> and some people are, I suppose, iffy on what they put up on Facebook. Like, yeah. how much can they put up about it? So what we're talking about today is... Hair removal marketing ideas. Hair removal. So waxing or anything like that. Yeah. And it's interesting to see because like I'm going to tie this up to uh, the salon... Um, the, the Snapchat guide that we wrote and in in which we had Ellen Kavanagh talk about how she used Snapchat because like obviously if you think about it you can't go into a treatment room and just Snapchat every waxing exactly. service that's going on. I don't know? think I'd like to, <laughs> not that I'm going in for a waxing but like I don't think I'd be taking the before and after pictures and throwing them up online. Right. But like you said Ellen Waxberts her whole business is Around. waxing and hair removal and exactly. she's nailing it on Snapchat and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Oh yeah absolutely so they're like when you think Think about it. You just need to use a little bit more creativity to to put up some marketing campaigns, and especially like the ones that are on social kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like if you're doing, obviously, if you're sending an email uh, or an SMS, then you know you can talk about what you do. Um, but if you're on Facebook, you can't necessarily show like nudity and stuff and promote it because actually Facebook will probably take it down. Yeah, and they're doing a big clampdown lately on certain images and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. If, yeah. Start, if when you're you, revealing too when much, you boost posts and stuff, they'll tar- they'll they'll flag it for nudity and stuff like that. So, um, but there are like definitely different things you can do on on social media just to boost engagement at least and then drive traffic maybe to your website or drive traffic back to like at least create like a certain brand awareness so that your clients when they see your newsletter they kind of go like oh yeah I've seen this going on on Facebook I've seen this this reckon like I reckon I could you know book an appointment for this and you know it'd be great yeah so it's creating consistency throughout as well yeah um, so like so on this blog basically there's a few marketing ideas there there's one um, for boosting engagement on Facebook like so for instance <laughs> I've just scrolled down and saw the picture for this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so but there's one that I that I really enjoyed um, so basically recently on uh, our forest Facebook page I shared in a video of this little girl who like is just flicking her eyebrows like and she's so happy and like it's just like she's oh this is the yeah, little video like, yeah, yeah it's she's on the adorable blog, like she's so adorable <laughs> I remember you, you showing me this video before it even went yeah. up and everyone in the office was in, in stitches yeah because like the caption on the video is like when you get your eyebrows done and the little girl's just flicking your eyebrows being like amazed by it so I just shared it in and said like you know um, tag tag a, a, a beloved client of yours um, who's done this before or whatever and like who hasn't been back in a while or something so with something like that that was just a piece of general content of it's a little girl messing with her eyebrows it doesn't mean anything but exactly. the fact that you've turned around and go 
when you get your eye done, uh, this you, is the caption is when you get your eyebrows. And that's exactly what a salon yeah. owner did, actually. She she sent us a message being like, we've used this tweak to the little and posted it on her page and it actually got loads of uh, engagement and um, she posted like, you can get your, eyel- uh, your eyebrows done for like £15 today or something like that. Mm. Like It was just a really cool way to market her service without actually showing the, the waxing part. You know? yeah. You're going for like how you feel after. Yeah, because we do see some campaigns out there on Facebook and stuff, and a lot of it is is, is basically just a semi-naked man and woman in the image <laughs> of the two of them. It's just stand there going, get your wax and done. You're kind of going, well, why would I like, comment, why would I engage with this at all? It's just kind of yeah. where a video of a little girl or the image that I'm laughing at here is a really hairy penguin. It's just <laughs> like simple things like that. Then you've got this A, B, C, D, E poster. Yeah, and so basically that's like asking questions <laughs> and like which, which would you prefer kind of thing. And yeah, you can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it's the perspective you take. You look at it with. Yeah, I think that like for hair removal campaigns and stuff, especially on Facebook, where like rules are getting tighter and tighter, and Instagram is getting tighter as well in those rules, right? Because yeah. it is owned by Facebook when you think of it. But um, I think it's just to use a little more creativity and flip things around and maybe go for the feeling that you feel after, mm-hmm. not necessarily showcasing what it is. Uh, when you get it done kind of vibe so yeah um, but the, the whole after thing we're not just talking about oh I've got a wax a feel grand it's the kind of everything that comes after is yeah. like why did you get it done in the first place here's why here's what you can now do exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so there's like a few things in there there's uh, email campaign ideas as well uh, SMS campaigns but um, the, the other, other th- cool thing that you could do is you know f- once again it's flipping things around but it's ambient marketing so and advertising so it's just like to put your product or put like some sort of like funny creative content in places that people wouldn't actually think of so even if like you have a little extra budget that month and you want to do like an advertising campaign maybe uh, outside and just like fly, uh, put flyers out or some but something funny and creative that'll hook people in and be like oh that's that's really that's that's unusual like yeah. what and it'll just catch your attention get out there with a couple of uh, guerrilla marketing the entrance to your salon could even be <laughs> several dis- different little uh, plant pots and I suppose as you get closer to the door they get more trimmed and more exactly, manicured so yeah. anything <laughs> like that something just, just stands so, out yeah, exactly. it doesn't have to be Facebook it doesn't have to be email and SMS think outside the box here yeah exactly so that's pretty much what the blog is about um, but we also have a guest in today um, from the grow team head of grow team Barry Quinn how Hello. you doing? how's it going alright good good so what's going on here is basically, as we know, we've just finished off January, we're coming into February. In January, we had a lot of salon owners contact us and go, listen, how can I get clients to come back in? Because you've had the three months coming up to Christmas, they were flat out, those, those seats basically booked themselves out. And we know we've had the Attitude of Graduate gift card that helped boom the, boomerang them back in. But this is more for a kind of year round, how do we get salon owners to come back in? And I suppose, how do we create a successful loyalty program? So I suppose the best man to talk about it is Barry. Okay. <laughs> How are you, Barry? Let's do that. No pressure, yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah. Well, just loyalty programs in general, um, if, if I can start off with that. Um, like a really good loyalty program um, is a great way to get clients spending more money more often, obviously. Um, I, I think it's an area that that is everywhere. It's in every industry, loyalty programs. Mm-hmm. But um, not a whole lot of talk goes into it sometimes. Um, yeah. the, the default position for a lot of different... Uh, loyalty programs is the coffee shop example. The, oh, my wallet is full of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Look, at, like still today, twenty seventeen. I'm in. Um, I'm working in this the hair and beauty industry nearly eight years now, and um, just again 
across into different industries, the way things were done in loyalty systems eight years ago are pretty much still the same today. Um, by and large, obviously there's a little bit of innovation here and there, but what you usually see is, you know, collect a certain amount of stamps and get rewarded with product X or service X or, uh, you know, meal X when you get to when, when you get to a certain stage within the stamp card. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's like your coffee cup one, buy 10 coffees, get a free one free. Yeah, or, buy nine, get 10 free. Free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> free one free, yeah. And, and the example, like, you know, I've always kind of had was where we are in Dublin here on, on just off Cable Street. So you can, if you go out to buy a coffee on Cable Street, you can go to obviously the coffee shops that are there. You can go to McDonald's around the corner. You can go to a pub. You can go to pretty much anywhere on the street you can buy a coffee. So you can buy a coffee anywhere. That's why a coffee shop offers you, you know, buy nine, get the tent free because they know you can buy a coffee anywhere. Um, going to a salon, um, you go to a salon or clients go to a salon because they like the therapist, they like the stylist, um, they like how they feel after the treatment, they like the atmosphere of the business, that it's close to where they work maybe. They go there for different reasons. It's not because they can get that experience anywhere else. But what a lot of businesses, in, particularly in the beauty industry, can fall into is, you know, buy five, get the sixth free, or buy five, get 50% off your sixth service or your, your sixth treatment. So, um, like, you know, what we've always kind of advocated was to, to steer clear of that, to not fall into that, mm-hmm. because effectively what it is is discounting. So if you've got somebody... And that's a big no-no. We talked about it the yeah. whole time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, like, it, it kind of ties into a couple of things. Like, that effectively is discounting, which we obviously advocate not to do. Um, but also... The likes of marketplaces, you know, if if you're on uh, the, the different, uh, can I name the marketplaces? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Barry, you know more about that than most. Can you? No, but if, if you're on any of these deal websites, let's say, yeah. um, you know, generally what happens is the the deal website is taking a cut from uh, whatever offer that you put up there. They might be taking twenty percent, twenty five, thirty percent of whatever your offer is, which obviously again is discounting. And it, you generally there'll already be a discount on the offer, and then you're obviously given these deal websites. Uh, massive a percentage of, of that as well and the idea is to bring new people into your business that's what they say to you so you're but not only getting rid of your margin you're pretty much like it's costing you on well, top well, of I the think, cost I think the deal what, what, what people kind of buy into with that is, well what they actually are effectively buying into is that this year they're bringing you new clients but yeah. what a good loyalty system does is it retains your clients you know it retains the clients that you have keeps them coming back and hopefully spending more money and what can and I know I'm kind of getting sidetracked here with the, with the marketplace example but the, what that a lot of those clients aren't ever going to be um, that type of client. So, um, yeah. so I, I suppose the reason I'm bringing that up as well is because it, it feeds into that culture of discounting. So the old school loyalty of buy five, get the sixth free, or buy five, get the, the 50% off the sixth, or marketing, you're putting yourself on a marketplace, it's kind of, the, you know, it's, the, it's in the same category, kind of, you know. You're eating into what your profit margin should be. But a really good loyalty system should, should try as best as it can to keep you clear of that sort of stuff yeah. and to retain the clients that you've got and a really, really good loyalty system will also refer new people into your business as well because you're doing things that other salons don't do and obviously, if it's really good as well, um, your clients will you know, be brand ambassadors for you and tell their friends about it and they'll be rewarded with bonus points and stuff like that for that as well. So, And you, you even know with the coffee shop ones, it tends to be a piece of card, you stick it in the back of your wallet, you never see it again. A good one to have if you are to go and do tags like that is stick it on the keys, like the old supermarkets and stuff like those, mm. to have the coins, the trolley coins, anything like that. So that's brand awareness because yep. 
your keys is probably the thing that's in your hand most. Yeah. You're always going to have it. Like, you could have your wallet and your purse in your hand, but those cards are buried to the back of them. Yeah. So, brand awareness as well. Yeah, yeah so, that is a precise example. Um, th- those cards go straight into your wallet or into your purse. Um, you know, how many t- many cards have you got in your, your wallet or your purse? You never, like, you see your bank card maybe or your, your travel card. It's probably the first things that you see or your gym membership that you visit once a month. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so the, the credit card and the travel one, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, they, they're, they're the ones that will, you know, be the most prominent ones within your wallet or your purse, to use that example. With a key tag, which is what we recommend, and um, with a key tag, it's on your keys, um, and every time you come to pay when you're in the business, the, the, the staff at the salon should ask you, you know, to, for your key tag. And for that's for a couple of different reasons. It's not just to scan it in and to get your points, which obviously is really important. But it's, it gives a platform and an opportunity for, number one, the, the salon to say to the client, you know, you've got X amount of points. Or do you know that if you recommend a friend, you get... X amount of bonus points or maybe you you know if you buy products do you know if you buy products from us you get double points so it gives the salon a platform to indirectly sell these features to the client without being overly pushy which I know people don't like to do Um, and vice versa for the staff for the client of the salon they feel comfortable. They can ask questions. They can say, "How many points have I got? Or what do I need to do to get to, you know, get to this level of of, uh, of reward?" They feel comfortable asking those questions, which might be a little bit awkward just bringing that up in the yeah. middle of your service or your treatment. Yeah. But it's and nearly gamifying it for the clients. So mm. The client is coming in week after week, going, "Oh, I wonder how many points am I off now?" So it's yeah. like the kind of like uh, the Tesco points or anything like that, where you'd get what you get discounts or vouchers or stuff at the end. But these clients are getting actual treatments or products, so it kind of gives that excitement about coming in and redeeming new points. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and like an excellent, another excellent, and just I can speak about our our, our own program here. But you know, somewhere to track your point as well. I mean, we've got the, the the branded app where clients can actually track their progress. And you know, if they don't have enough points for something, it tells them keep going. Uh, you need an you know you need fifty points to get to your next reward. And there's an element of surprise and delight in there. It doesn't tell them what it is, yeah. but it tells them to keep going. And uh, and and once they pass that threshold, they're entitled to a free reward. If they do have enough points, it tells them, you know, congratulations, you're you're entitled to a free treatment. And importantly for a salon owner as well, um, specifically for salons here, you know, obviously this is filling up the white space in your in your appointment book. But what you need to be really careful with is your like even if the loyalty system is a really good loyalty system, um, that you don't get caught in the trap of just giving away free treatments and free rewards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you need to have a hook with that as well it needs to be with a paid treatment or a paid service they can't you can't be filling your days just giving away free things it needs to you know it needs to be added value when somebody gets rewarded it needs to be yes something free of charge completely free um, or a free product maybe but it must be with a paid treatment they must be paying for their regular appointment uh, to get this free thing so they should never like the, the most important thing which we've probably admitted to mention at this stage mm-hmm. is that uh you know, don't give the regular treatments or the regular services free of charge. They, that's the, that's your bread and butter. That's what keeps your business ticking over. It's the lifeblood of your business. You can't give that away free. Yeah. If somebody, if let's take, um, you know, let's take a facial client, for example. If somebody comes in every four weeks for a facial, um, I won't name any brands, but let's say they're, <laughs> they're in for a particular facial. They come in every four weeks for that. Again, to go back to my original point, they come in because they like the staff member, they like your business, they like the ambience, they like the atmosphere, they like all of that. That's why they're coming back. If they buy seven and you're offering eight, the eight free, 
what are you doing that for? They're like bought seven. They're, like they're paying for this. They're going to buy everything. Anyway. They're gonna buy that eight one. Don't do that. Give them some. Give them a product maybe that complements the facial, free of charge when when they've reached reward stage. Or give them you know a foil and polish or an express manicure, express pedicure, whatever it might be. Give them something they've never tried before, and that's adding value. It's you know it's a, it's a surprise. It's a treat. For a client which they don't expect, they might like it. If they really like it, you know, a percentage of your clients will actually spend money on it in future. And that way you're upselling your other various products um, and, you know, you're giving yourself a better chance long term to increase that client's average spend rather than decreasing it, which is exactly what 90% of loyalty programs do. It decreases a client's average spend because you're giving them something free, which they probably would have spent money on anyway. So that's a really important point for any loyalty system to actually do do your homework and do your maths on this. Like, you know, is this actually going to affect your bottom line? If it's reducing the amount of money you potentially might make as a salon this year, do not do it. It's like, you know, it's it's a huge risk and it's actually going to eat into your profits. So try and add value as best you can and upsell things that clients don't usually spend money on. Because if you can do that, um, you, like, you know, it doesn't need to be anything spectacular here. We're talking about, like, if you take a salon that might have two, two and a half thousand clients on their database, obviously they're not all active, but if you can get 10% of them to spend an extra 10 quid even uh, per, per, per visit, which might be every six or seven weeks, yeah. if, you can ups, if you can get 10% of your clients to spend an extra 10 quid, you know, that has massive impact on your, on your revenue at the end of the year. It could be an extra 15, 20,000 quid if, uh, if it's done in the right way, so... And and, it, um, and, in, and with products, I mean, you can tap in. You can easily tap easily tap into something that they can use on a daily basis. In the end, yeah. So this brings us back to the whole upselling. We know, like staff, they kind of they don't tend to do the whole upselling or pushing products. So if I'm sitting mm. there and getting a hair treatment, and you sell particular products that could keep this hair treatment looking good, there's a bit of an issue with kind of out there pushing it. So the treat card is doing that for you. The yep. treat card is upselling. So like Barry said, if you're coming in, a client is coming in buying a particular product every week, they see you as a professional. If you turn around and go, well, actually, you've got points for a new product. I recommend this one. Mm. So all you're doing is recommending it. They're getting it for free anyway, so they're yep. going to take it. Mm. Next week, they come in, buy the standard product, and possibly end up paying for that new product as well. That's it. Like, I mean, that's the perfect example. So, like, you know, to, to set the scene in the salon. So the client has, you know, has a key tag. They're part of the system. They build points every time they come in. They get bonus points for referring friends and family, you know. And, so that, and, and the salon are telling them that every time they come to pay. They, let's say, we're taking a hair salon example here. So they're, they visited six, seven times, whatever it might be. We help you with all those calculations. But they, they come to pay. They, you scan the key tag in. As the staff member says, can I have your key tag? You scan it in. It pops up. This client's entitled to free products. So the staff member can see which products they're entitled to. Mm -hmm. um, they, again, this is the expert opinion that they don't get when they buy it in uh, on a high street or a retail or if they buy it online. The staff member can actually say, I recommend this for you, Mary, because I, I know, like, they're the expert. They know they're here. They actually can pick out a product and give it to them. Obviously, the, the client does not expect that. So it's a surprise to the client. Yeah. They did not expect that today. And um, they're probably going to tell people about that. They're probably going to tell their friends or their work colleagues, uh, you know, about that because they've gone to the till not expecting that. They walk out with something tangible in their hands that they did not expect when they walked in there that day. Um, and they're obviously going to try it. So, and mm -hmm. the, what I would recommend here as well, so like I'm using the hair example, the hair, the hair salon example. Um, you know, everyone ha has shampoo, conditioner, Everyone, uh, you know, anyone that gets a haircut probably is using that every couple of days. But if you can give them some, as a salon, if you can give them something that they'll actually feel a benefit for in your hair, you know, like a hair mask or, or something like that, which yeah. they actually try out, they feel the benefit of it. And then when they stop using it, 
they feel it's not the same you know it's not yeah. they, they don't it doesn't have the same it's not as silky as it was or whatever it might be yeah. that's something they're gonna you know they're probably gonna want more of that like you know so the next time they're in there's a good chance they might buy that from you or you know the staff member should definitely be saying how did you get on with that you know did you like it or what didn't work out for you if they uh, you know if they do like it there's a very good chance that they're going to spend the money on that and if that's a, a you know let's say a hair mask example if that's like 15 16 pounds um you know that could be that client every six or seven weeks buying that now that's you're increasing that client's average spend by 16 or 17 pounds mm. now i know that's a you know in an ideal world that's what happens but and i know we're not living in an ideal world so that's why i'm saying <laughs> if you can get 15 or 20 percent of your clients to do this we're not looking for utopia here yeah. we're not looking for 100 percent success if you can get 15 or 20 percent of your clients doing that you're increasing your your, your your revenue at the end of the year but also all of these clients you're not discounting anything for these clients they're all spending their regular spend all the time and you're giving something free further down the line only when they've reached certain thresholds. So it's far healthier for your... Even if none of these clients actually bought any of this stuff, this is far healthier for your business because you're not discounting into your regular income. Mm -hmm. You're still getting your regular spend all the time. Yeah. And you're, yeah, it's another reason why they, clients might be coming back as well. Never mind maybe bringing in new people too through the referral part of the system. So a really good loyalty system should do all of those things. It should surprise and delight. It should it should have a good referral system built into it. And it should be healthy for your business. And once you do the maths on that, when you're starting it out, I mean, um, like it, it, it's not, we're not looking, again, we're not looking for utopia here. It, it's so, simple things like you give out the key tags. All your all your staff members know what to say to clients. You know they know to ask, yeah. "Have you got your yeah. key tag?" And that just you know it will go from there. You don't need to have a, 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 a you know any a, a script yeah. really. You just need to ask that question and say, "Oh, by the way, you know if you buy products, it's double points of products. If you recommend a friend, you actually get a hundred bonus points." So that's all anybody needs to do and scan that key tag in every time somebody comes to pay. When they reach reward stage, the system itself, um, a good system, will show you or recommend what they should have based on services and treatments that they've never tried and products that they've never tried before so yeah and then just to, to wrap it all up like on top of what you've talked about there it removes away the discount and tries new experiences for the salon owner and the staff themselves and it off, also offers benefits so if someone comes into the salon to have a tag all you have to do is scan their tag and you've got their whole history their name their booking history how they like their tea mm -hmm. anything like that so it streamlines that process and it makes it look like you remember every single client that comes in yeah. even if you've got two and a half thousand clients on your books yeah. yeah to scan that card your clients don't know that another one then it offers um it you can award points for anything so if someone cre uh, sends a before and after picture you can award them points if someone checks into your salon online you can award them points so you can set up your own parameters of how clients get a, gets points yeah. but that's your whole afters your clients are now engaging with you online outside of the salon yeah, exactly. because they want to claim more points their friends are seeing this they want to get on board and then just a final thing we wanted to brush off because we have had a couple of salon owners ask us about it yeah. when we were doing the gift cards and stuff um, the best way with those tree, uh, tree cards is for an example on a Saturday you know you're going to be flat out on a Saturday try to move anyone that's going to claim a tree card experience or product away from the Saturday so like Barry said encourage add value to, to the experience so maybe encourage them to come in when you're quieter during the week mm. you're giving them their new experience and you're giving them that little bit extra on top of it as well yeah it, it, that goes down I suppose too and this I'll, I'll finish up here as well but um, uh, you know the terms and conditions so the salon is in full control of anything that happens with it like a loyalty system or as a, our version is called a tree card and um, 
you know, the salon is a full control. At the end of the day, you're going to be offering either a discount, which we definitely don't recommend that you do. No. But with a, like, if that's what you're doing at the moment, I mean, um, if that's what you're currently doing, or if you're using the likes of our our um, program, the the tree card program. The salons are full control and they set the terms and conditions. And yeah. generally, if you keep that simple, and it could be three or four simple conditions, um, that, that will help you manage this system even better. So, like, I know I've seen what lots of salons have done is one of their terms and conditions is uh, rewards are available Monday to Friday or Monday to Thursday in some cases. I've seen that. That that can be one of your stipulations when, when running the system. Um, so, you, you know, you, you just need to be vigilant with that and, and all the staff members need to know what the you know, what, what, what those terms and conditions are. But if that's the case, you've got somebody ringing up on a Wednesday saying, I want to book in for Saturday. Uh, I want to book my cut and colour in for Saturday. Um, the staff member can actually use that as an opportunity to maybe fill the white spaces on Thursday or Friday yeah. by saying, Mary, while you're in, you're actually entitled for free treat from us. Um, they are only available Monday to Friday. Um, I, there's actually a slot on Thursday evening or Friday at, at six o'clock, let's say. I, suit, yeah. I can book you in there. So you're actually booking up your, your white spaces earlier in the week and then you're freeing up which is traditionally a busy day for Talons is the Saturday and you've another space there and somebody else might fill in there so it's just that's some, that's a management thing that's something once you've set out your terms and conditions and that's my final point basically deliver on what you promise so if you you need to when when going with, with a loyalty system, set it out from set your vision out from the very beginning, and that is something that obviously the grow team in Forest can help you do. But set out, uh, you know, set out what your vision is, and we can help you with that. Set your terms and conditions, we can help you with that, and then actually deliver on what you're promising. There's nothing more deflating, and uh, there's nothing that's not going to like actually influence people and maybe influence them to be disloyal if you don't deliver on what you promise. Because I like this has certainly happened to me, you know, um, just. Even simple things like I've I've got a loyalty card for different establishments, and if you know they don't ask me for my card, sometimes I don't get my points. Like you know, yeah. Um. So like they're telling me all these great things when they give me the card to, to, when I when I originally sign up or when when I'm included in it, and then they don't deliver on it. And I just and a lot of people think loyalty systems are a con because of that very reason. Um. And that's happened to me no, numerous times. I'm sure it's happened to lots of people that are listening to this today. Um. So deliver on what you promise, like set out what it is that you're going to do. And once you're clear with that vision and your staff members are, are really clear in it as well, it will run itself. And that's why you need to do your homework at the very beginning. And obviously with the tree card, we can recommend because we've got over 2000 salons that have used this over the last eight years. We've nearly two and a half million end users, which must make us one of the biggest loyalty programs in, in Europe, if not the world. Um, so, we, like we we've seen what people have done right and have done wrong in the past through helping them out with this stuff, and the the clear once you have a clear vision of how it is at the beginning, and you've three or four steps, this is how it works. It will run itself, and you're telling people, and don't be afraid to give those rewards away. You know, mm-hmm. if clients have built them up, they've built them up because they've spent enough money, and some people sometimes get intimidated with that. But once you, you've done your homework at the beginning, and you you've actually you know, again, done the maths. I said that a few times. Say, once you've done that at the beginning, your your, your business is safe. Like you know, you're not going to be giving away free like days of free stuff because they have to spend regular you know money on their regular appointment with it as well, and they have to spend a certain threshold to ever get there, and they'll only be rewarded with stuff they've never had before. So don't be intimidated by that. Give it away because yeah. the more the, like when you do when you do that, you actually increase your chances of increasing their revenue because you're delivering on what you've promised and people will buy into that and that that's what's going to be invaluable for the growth of your salon and those points are completely bespoke like i think the average we recommend is is like one pound or one euro per point but it could take up to a couple of hundred points to to claim a product or service so like barry said don't worry that you're giving this all and it's going to eat into your bottom end or anything but 
it's not really yeah. because like that they've spent a couple of hundred quid to actually achieve that or yeah. receive ha- that you know have faith and, and believe in, in in what you're setting out because um you know typically speaking what what we what we'd recommend is it's roughly about seven percent is what you're giving back and that's seven percent of the sale price of your treatments or your services or your products so you know if you've got something if you've got something that's worth forty pound, I'm going to trip myself up here. But if because <laughs> Matt, my strong point. But uh, no, but if you've that's got, why I said to pound euro. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got something, you know, a product even that's worth twenty pounds, um, you're basically they will have to spend a certain amount of money, and when you give that away, it's basically equating to about seven percent of their spend. So yeah. they'll have to have spent, you know, hundreds of of pounds before they get to that stage, which might be four or five or six visits. That's some, going off something that's twenty pounds. Obviously, if you've got something that's eight pounds, nine pounds, ten pounds. It's a little bit different, so it's a little bit less. But it's all based on their spend. So they will only ever be rewarded when they've spent a certain amount of money and the salon is covered. So that's why we get it right from the off and everything kind of looks after itself. That's absolutely brilliant, Barry. We're going to wrap it up on that because I don't think we can say any more on it. (laughs) But um, yeah, so for Forest clients, you can, if you want to help with any tree card campaigns or even the best way to set up your tree card, just get into contact with any of the members at Grow Team, the loyalty advisors. Yep. So Barry, that's fantastic. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Have a great one. Have a good one. So now we're joined by the uh, the Grow Team SMS advisor Luke Doolan. So he's he's not new to the show. He's been on it before when he's talking <laughs> about SMS marketing being launched over in America. But Luke also takes care of um, some email campaigns as well. And why we're bringing him onto the show today is because I know we've been talking about it for the last few weeks. But as we always say, take six to four, four to six weeks to create any campaign. And we've got the Valentine's coming up. So Luke's been helping with a lot of uh, our clients by creating SMS and email t- templates. And the reason we wanted to bring them in is because, Luke, you know yourself, like Valentine's all about to uh, treat your significant other and stuff like that. But we wanted you to kind of talk about some ideas that you could do as opposed to whole if you're not in a relationship. So don't be alienate, alienating your clients. Yeah, I suppose like one of the main things what we're kind of seeing people doing and I suppose the salons are doing quite a lot of is you know treat yourself this Valentine's Day so they're not going with the couple side of things they're going with treat yourself Yeah. they are putting a Valentine's twist to it though so you know the offers that they seem to be coming up is you know any hair if you book any hair treatment this this month you'll receive a you know a free bottle a free glass of prosecco or you know free a bottle free, of prosecco yeah <laughs> a free chocolates or something like that so they're kind of putting a Valentine's Day twist on it but still kind of turning just towards one Toward person one as well person, yeah. yeah now that is kind of working out quite well like we've seen kind of salons in London there was a salon there I've just checked there sent it out there on Thursday and tailored it just to that type of people yeah they spent about £70 so about a £1,000 sent out and they brought in about £900 so they've, they've made a huge amount of money by doing this type of thing and that's just a once off but that's, that's down to the targeting and the filtering so it wasn't just a batch of exactly now, yeah th- these guys have about 5,000 clients so they actually just went in and and filtered it down by category, like what what type of treatments they've previously yeah. done or anything like that at all, and they broke it down to to a thousand people. So they made a huge amount of money on that. Yeah. Anyway, um, one of the other kind of things we're seeing is that people are going around products now. You know, like they're still using the treat yourself, yeah. but they're using products. So they're not really, you know. So they're not even treatment much, but more so. Yeah. Yeah. The package of products. Exactly. Yeah, like a Valentine's package. So treat yourself to a Valentine's package, and they have like a list of products together, and it might be for you know fifty pound or something or fifty euro, but it's kind of pushing treating yourself rather than buying something yeah. for somebody. It's else. be like a little hamper packages or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. They're the two that we're finding, you know, getting away from the the couple side yeah. of things that seem to be working out quite well. Now, the other thing we are seeing a lot of is 
if you do want to go down the couple side of things, is the couple packages. Yeah. Like that is it's huge at the minute. Now it's not very hard to do. And I suppose they're even bigger in in the spa industry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like the you know, me and you deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're finding that, like you know, what they're basically saying is you now couples massage with prosecco and chocolates. And it's, it's all you're doing is adding like two extra little things and it makes it more romantic or something yeah. as well. But that seems to be quite successful. People are using that. And it's not even it's not even like you're coming up with new treatments or anything. No. It's what you already have, but oh, this might go well for this day. That's all it is. Exactly. It's just, yeah. so it's repackaging what you already have. Exactly. Like, you know, Valentine's Day is just another excuse for you to reach out to your clients and try to get more bookings. Yeah. Do you know, so you don't need to be kind of coming up with these amazing ideas for just for Valentine's Day you know it's just an, another excuse for you to reach out to them with the email templates the email template that was uploaded the Valentine's Day template Salon yeah. seem to love that you know it's going very very well <laughs> it's very very easy to use and people are putting their own offers into it as well so if you haven't looked at that definitely check that out as well um, the SMS then we'll find that Salons will relate the, their SMS very well to mm -hmm. their email so whatever content you have in putting in your email like do relate your SMS around that as well right, yeah. so that's your consistency it's the same with if exactly. it's online so any campaign make sure it kind of re reiterates itself through all channels exactly yeah. yeah now we are finding though like you know with SMS now especially for this week it's so busy but you know we definitely recommend people are putting expiry dates on your text message and stuff as well I would recommend to push that expiry date out until the 19th we're thinking about this earlier on today but yeah. some people have like doing a special offer up until Valentine's Day but if you're doing the you know treat yourself people might be going out yeah. the following weekend so you what know? day so is not everybody's necessarily going to be available on the 14th exactly oh yeah because exactly. Valentine's is Tuesday yeah. it's Tuesday you can capitalise yeah. and try and put bookings in until further down the week where it's it might be a little quieter anyways. exactly so exactly yeah. yeah like again it's just kind of going back to the point of you know Valentine's Day is just another excuse to reach out so you don't need to limit yourself and say just to Valentine's Day yeah, the yeah, special yeah. offer finishes now we would kind of recommend I suppose we were looking at it but try get it out before Friday this week um, so you're not doing a last minute yeah. attack you yeah. know people have probably well it's good people have been targeted probably by loads of other exactly exactly already. like I've already got I think four emails for flowers for your girlfriend <laughs> so like it's probably no I haven't actually so <laughs> I need the last minute text message but it's probably going to be too late to go by Friday or, yeah. or Saturday or so so you'd want to get the message out early um, and just like you just wanted to kind of catch on to what you said about yourself receiving four emails for flowers you can do that through like your Facebook ads and like even creating a post and boosting it don't just market to your client base because like they're not always going to buy for them for themselves mm. market towards the the males yeah so yeah, and you have and you also have your content already so yeah yeah it's just repurposing it to another another it, audience exactly and all you're doing is at the you're just clicking the filter for males so instead of sending your ad to just female see it it's male see it if you're in a barber shop have that ad filter for females because you mm. want to get it for the clients who are partners of your clients or exactly. so the people who are partners of your clients exactly and there is a cool filter as well it's a tongue twist yeah. <laughs> oh, you got it out in the end there is, there is a cool filter that you know you can actually target people who have purchased a gift card before so that could be a cool one I know it's not the most romantic idea to do but you can go into your advanced filters and it's I think it's called um, gift card expiry mm -hmm. so that will generate anyone who's bought a gift card from you previously so you could target them people with gift cards yeah and, and do something around that but again it's not the most romantic thing so don't say Forrest told you to buy a gift uh, card hang on now I've been doing a, web, a <laughs> webinar on gift cards no but like they are great for the last minute shoppers and we exactly. did discuss like 70% of people that buy gift cards 
are people who leave shopping to the very last minute. Yeah. yeah. So a little gift card ad or, I mean, like, you guys are the artists yourself. Create a nice kind of photo on Instagram. So a couple of glasses of Prosecco. Dress up the scene. Don't just take a snapshot of any old image and throw it up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah make exactly. it dressy, make it nice. Make it, I suppose, a couple of hearts, petals, red. <laughs> red, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, Zoe has marketing kits on that stuff anyway that you yeah, can already all, download. Yeah, it's all ready to download on the blog, so you can uh, go check that out. It's February Marketing uh, Ideas or Marketing Toolkit, if you search that. Yeah. Yep. So, Luke, that's been brilliant. We just kind of wanted to get you in, uh, like I said at the start, because Valentine's, it's not all about just couples and relationships and stuff. <laughs> yeah. you got to think of the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if anyone does need anything at all, you know, they can... I'm sure you're going to send on an email after they can email us in and we can come up with templates for you and send them out as well but probably yeah. the sooner the better so you don't miss out before yeah so just get in contact with a member of the grow team and those guys will sort you out no problem listen Luke it's been a pleasure thanks a million thanks cool a thank million. you very much thanks for that so I suppose just to finish off the show we're going to do as always upcoming webinars and Zoe I believe this is your first your newest webinar, isn't it? Yes, exactly. So it's gonna uh, going on today uh, at three p.m. Um, UK Ireland time and ten a.m. Uh, US Eastern time, and it is the Salon Retailing Masterclass. We actually have uh, close to three hundred people registered for it, so uh, that that's should be interesting. Probably our most popular webinar <laughs> after the has, Snapchat, is it? Yeah, I think it was the, the second highest number, yeah, or even the f- the first highest number, yeah. possibly. So it's obviously anticipated. Get registered for that one. Yeah, uh, it's you coming can, up soon. So uh, you can register through Facebook, can't you? Yeah, well, there's if, there's an event on Facebook available, and if you click in the, the ticket section of it, basically brings you to the registration link. It is free, so don't worry, <laughs> no scare. Cool. But yeah. So just to recap the show, we've had Barry coming in talking about why you should get a, a loyalty program in place in your salon, not how just to like do it as well. how to do it. Don't just replicate coffee shops. We've also had um, we've had Luke coming in talking about SMS and email Valentine's ideas. And we've, we were chatting about that little blog, the, the hair removal blog. Oh, just getting there, just getting there. <laughs> we had loads of information. So we had the hair removal blog, so for like the waxing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the upcoming webinars. So as always, guys, thanks for tuning in. And if you want to rate or leave some feedback or maybe get involved in the show, leave some feedback and we... Uh, see what we can do yeah Yeah. the show as always it's done for you so let us know what you want to hear all right so thanks for tuning in this week and we'll catch you next monday all the best